So this Maori name on Pasha Zachodesh comes from his um, meditations in Shas, right at the end of the Maori name on the Gomorrah in Shabbos 147. And uh, we'll dive into what he says first and then quote from the Gomorrah. And so this is how come the Torah, and this is the very first Rashi in the Torah, why didn't the Torah start with Omar Rabbi Yitzchok? Why didn't the Torah start with HaChodesh HaZelochem, which is the first mitzvah? First mitzvah in the Torah is HaChodesh HaZelochem, the appointing of the new moon. Actually, I mean, there was this prayer of Vu, I don't know. If he's no, this, that, he's talking about the Yisrael. Yisrael. So the prayer of Vu that, is... That's, that's for Yachin. That's for Yachin. To teach us this basic foundational principle So unlike the Nesiva Shalom that sees the darkness of the moon for the Morinaim the idea of is missing is misread midrashically not from let's make you make use of the lunar calendar, but in the spiritual roadmap of the individual soul, that every day, hachodesh has to be a pun on the word chodesh, chadash, new, hit chadshut. There should be constant a state of revitalizing and yote yote more and more every day. So if there's this constant state of renewal, there has to be this stepwise improvement in God awareness. And never to stay on one step spiritually. Can you give us a practical example about how we can do that? Never be satisfied with what you're learning. Never be satisfied. Always struggling to reach a, a, a different level of awareness in Torah, in, in the self. And this is meaning it is always in the present tense. Not that I have a history, I have a past, I belong to a nation. I mean, it has to be immediate now. I said yesterday, the Yiddah Kodesh started doubling at one o'clock in the afternoon. Why? He woke up, he goes, oh, it's been a goy. Okay, I have to be Megaya. That took an hour. Okay, I'm Megaya. Now I have to become a Yid. Okay, now I'm a Reform Yid. I have to become an Orthodox Yid. Okay, and then I, I have to become a Hasidic Yid. By the time he became, that's why he was called Yid HaKodesh. He, every day he became refreshed as a Yid. He started from square one. He started from square one, from the basics. I'm just a mammal to going, oh, no, I'm a speaking mammal. Oh, no, I am a human. Oh, no, I am a yeet. Oh, no. And he went through that process every day. That's his chadshus. Sheis chadshus utomid lochem b'seichel umochin yeseirim. Technical term in the Morinaim. Seichel means hasaga, intellectual understanding. Mochin. Mochin is the Kabbalistic term for brains. It's a kind of ether that comes down from above. It's a gift. It comes down. It's a spiritual insight. The flux, right? 
So it's not just a mitzvah, make the new moon. It is a directive of spiritual, basic of spiritual life that you shall continue to not be what you were in the past. You should know that in, in the Pshischa dynasty, the worst thing was shichicha, forgetfulness, meaning the absence of God awareness at any moment. And this constant need that there has to be um, something, nothing that was were stale. Anything stale was the worst. The worst thing was anche mulumoto, to do halacha by rote. Like he said yesterday in the Morinaim, when he implies that it's better not to daven than to daven without kavana, because that davening without kavana makes the kilkul worse. It was an outrageous kilkul. statement in Pasha's Va'eschanon. What's kilkul? A damage that you can, right? Remember yesterday? Yeah. That you can damage your spiritual nature by going through the motions of halacha and ritual. Don't feed on blood. And uh, and not be spiritually awake to the rituals that you are doing, you can cause more damage. Which well, I, did, I, you, I, did you pass in that way? No. Okay. I, I, I said to him, so that means it's better not to daven. So he says, that's what he seems to be saying. I said, and then my response was, different religion. <laughs> it's a different religion. Why? <laughs> Why? Because the Psikta Duravkana says, Let my words be new to you, or renewed, or like new. Ki'ilu hayom nitnu. Right? Hayom. Today. And, ev- and every day. Like I, you, no, today you were given on Harsinai. Sheba emes bechol yom hi bechines nesines Torah bo'ifenomo. That means that it's like every day there's a bechina, there's an aspect of receiving the Torah anew. Yeah, you got it 5,000 years ago? No, I got it today. And that's why we say every morning in the present tense, No sane. Should have said, Natan. Says in the presence. It's in the present. And now he's going to bring a Shloha Kodesh that says, in fact, this Mochin that comes down to you every day, this, this, this radio wave, uh, is the Bechina of Torah. That is Torah. It's redefined Torah. Torah is not now this like black and white halachic text. No, Torah is this matrix of connecting to the divine afresh every day. New definition of Torah. <laughs> and someone who doesn't, he wants to stick with his daf yomi and he wants to be an obsessive halachic, right? So what has he done? Because everything in the world is based on the blueprint of Torah. So even the bad stuff. Well, how can that bad stuff be coming from Torah? Because you, down here, the receiver, you changed the light bulb from blue to red. You changed it. It's the same white electricity that comes from above, but it depends on us how we make use of it. So if you change the light bulb from blue, which is good, to red, which is bad, then you have done something to the letters of Torah. What have you done? You've taken the word ha-chodesh, Shehu hit chadshut, meaning I want you to be constantly in a state of renewal. Litziruf, and you've turned the dalad into a resh. So you've made chodesh into chayresh. Deaf mute. My heart is mute. Deaf. Doesn't hear the divine call. 
Shelibo Cheresh, his heart becomes mute. Ve'enu Shomea and deaf, and it doesn't hear. Apparently, the Morinaim is saying that every day, just like the sun comes up and gives us new energy and light, so too the divine sun, the Ein Sof, sends down rays. Mochin Yeserim, new rays of spirituality. My heart is the receiver. I can either receive it, hit and it becomes renewed, or it becomes cheresh, it becomes deaf to that divine influx. The Orha Torah says in Isaiah, Hacharishim Shomu, the deaf are listening. Meaning they're not listening. It doesn't listen that the churban is coming. So the head doesn't hear. So that brain doesn't feel anything and the heart doesn't hear anything. May you give your servant a hearing heart. The, the Hindus talk about this. The, the seeing heart, the hearing heart, the third eye. These are intuitions that we have for spirituality that come from the heart and not from the head. And, and the opposite. She becomes deaf. Now he's going to go back and read the Gemara in Shabbos. In the Gemara in Shabbos, talks about the five Talmidim of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, and Pirkei Ova says that one of them, Rabbi Loza ben Aroch, on one scale, equaled the other Talmidim. Equaled. Great guy. But in Kohelis, Kohelis Rabbah says... He was the Lev Tov. Kohelis Rabbah says, his wife said to him, why do the mice have to come... Why, why, why does the salt have to come to the mice? Let the mice come to the salt. Mice. You go out, leave Yavne. Come back to where I grew up. There's great wine um, <laughs> in Phrygia, it's called. Phrygia is in Asia Minor. It's in Turkey. And it's a plateau where they make amazing wines. And his wife came from there. He said, let's go back there. They will follow you. He goes back there. And he forgets all his learning. The Gemara says he goes back there and he drinks from the wine and he forgets all his learning. He forgets all his learning. Now he comes back to Yavne. And they, they give him an aliyah. And it happens to be yesterday's parsha. And instead of reading he apparently, either because he is in a state of inebriation or because he has forgotten his Torah, he says, That's fine. Their hearts were backwards. So the Morinayim says something. He's reading everything he said till now into that Gemara in Shabbos 147. B. And that's what it means that Rivaloza ben Aroch moved from Lakewood, from Yavne, and he went out to the boondocks and he forgot his learning. Now he says, What does that mean? Now he's going to spin a whole new theory. Opposite to the Gemara. Don't think that he, he's a big tzaddik. He weighs, he is equal in weight to all the other Chavraya Kadisha of Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai. 
What does he do? Intentionally, by going out into Golos, he falls from his madrega, in order to reach out. The first shaliach, Kiruv. In order to rescue those souls. So when he comes back and he gets this aliyah, it's not that he's drunk or he's forgotten his learning. He is criticizing Lakewood. He is criticizing hidebound orthodoxy. He is criticizing those who live in the ivory tower. And says to them, Ki loshen hoyo hu loshen ovar. Hacheresh hoyo. Hachodesh hazeh is in the present tense. Hacheresh hoyo liba means they're living in the past. Sheoma ki mekodem zeh hofchu at siruf shel hachodesh hazeh letsiruf acheshu hacheresh. Why? Shelo pal behem is chadshu shumpula because they didn't renew. They didn't live a life in the now, the power of now. Yeah. They didn't live in the hischadshus of every single day to receive mochen yaserim from the divine. They they loved their tradition and they stuck with their tradition. Shehoyu bebechinas cheresh. So it was a criticism of them. Al yedeshen nitchabe moem v'asot siruf acher yosha sheuchodesh hazelachem. V'haynu desnan Rabbi Nehorai. And so the Gemara continues, and that is what Rabbi Nehorai, Shehu Rav Elazar ben Aroch, Gemavur Sham, that's the same name. Why? Because it says, Shehu Loma Nikra Shmo Rabbi Nehorai, Sheman here Eine Chachomim Ba'alocha. He was able to enlighten the Talmidi Chachomim. Why? Why was he able to enlighten them? So the Morinaim says, because he was able to critique them and say, you have to bring his chadshus into this. You can't live on yesterday's uh, prior legal theories, right? And then it says, Heve gola Torah. So the instruction in the Gemara, the Pshat is, if you got to go out, right? Go to a place where there's Torah, where there's Tamidi Chachem. Otherwise, look what happened to Rebbe Aruch. He forgot all his Torah. Why? Because, you know, you get involved in the local winery, you get involved with this and that, and you forget the Torah. You need a Chavraya to learn Torah. He spins it the opposite way. Have a Gola. It's, it's, it's a problem with the Gemara. The Mepharshim say, why is this Gola? M- meaning, if you have to go into Gola, go to a place where there's Torah? Shehu Mokum Torah? She'al Yedei HaGolas. He's saying, no. It's through the Golas. It's not that you should be careful when you have to go into, you're forced to go into Golas, make sure there's a lake with there. No, the opposite. It's only through Golas, Shehu Gole le Madre Gosan Hapachusa, Shehu Bechinus Golas. Golas in Kabbalah means like death, it's just a Madrega down. That's all it means. The higher level, lower level, lower level, right? So Golas means I'm going to a lower Madrega. Golas Madre Gosan. He's saying, you need to get out of the ivory tower. You need to go into Golas, meaning you have to lower your madrega in order to raise other people who are lost. This is how he's reading it. Not go into Golas to a place where there are other people learning, but it's a directive. Go and lower your madrega. In order, you can come to Makom, a higher Madrega of Torah, because you went down to rescue others. You have to lower your Madrega down to their level 
Shehu Bechinas Golos. New definition of Golos. Golos just isn't just a physical place. Israel Golos. It's not just a spiritual place. I'm in Mitzrayim. Get me out of the blotter. Golos now is a place where other people are suffering and you have to lower your spiritual level to rescue them. And then he makes the most outrageous comment of all. By doing this, you effect two operational systems. One, you yourself, by going down and lowering your spiritual level, will in effect come back to a higher level. This is a very, uh, this is a very big yisod in Chabad, that the Neshama comes down into this world. What does it need to? Why can't it stay up there with the angels? The reason is, it's like a sling, or like an arrow. The more you pull back, the more you pull down, the higher it will end up going up afterwards. So the first thing is, who ba'atzmo begeda hayote. He himself is going to be in a, a more higher level because he went down lower. Number two, thank you. She'yale oson hapechusim she'hoyusham. He'll rescue those who were down there stuck. Does he not run the risk of getting sucked? sucked oh, my in? Brit over here remembers Reb Leib Gurevitz from Gateshead, who used to say to the Chabadskas, the hot poker theory. You take a burning hot poker and you put it into water. What happens to the hot poker? It becomes cool. Never mind about the water that will get warm. We don't care about that. We have to keep the hot poker. We go to Gateshead, we go to Lakewood, you stick there. Now he, he qualifies that. You need a great strength. The Seichel Godol La'alos. You can get stuck there. Like Kohelis Rabbah said, he got stuck there. He lost his learning. You can get stuck there. You can get influenced by that schmutz. And this is, he says, uh, and it, the behavior that you have to be following in your spiritual path. Why? Because the Apostle in Mishlei 24.16 Now he's going to spin that in a different way. In Musa, you know how I know who the tzaddik is? I look at seven people, and they all fall in the blotter. No one can get up. Oh, that tzaddik, he was able to get out of the blotter. That's what makes him the tzaddik, because out of all the others, they didn't have the spiritual courage or strength to get out, but he was able to, right? That's the pshat. Look what he says. Sheva yipol, the only way to become a tzaddik is by falling seven times. To go through Bechina's head there, you have to go through the darkness, like Nasir Shalom, Kodim Lahavaya, before the getting. And falling seven times means you don't stop falling. Right. Every day you fall. Shenophilios kom The purpose of falling isn't for the sake of the fall, it is to be able to rise higher afterwards. Bezer Shahoya Rebbe Nehorai Omer Tomitzer. That's what Nehorai was illuminating the others in Halacha. Shemanhir Ene Chachomim Bahalacha, not in law, but Halacha, the path, the path, the spiritual path. Eich Sheyelchu, what path? 
the path of going mi madrega la madrega. Now, we had started this whole thing. It sounded like a Musa Sefer. You have to go up, 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 and up. That's what you have to do, right? Masilas Yishorim. Here he comes and says, no, madrega, madrega, al yedei das hanal, she yiglu lamokam Torah kamuvua lamal. Meaning, madrega, madrega, madrega means that every step of a madrega up first has to go yurida la Torah that's what he's telling us. He says the Iker of Emunah, of the first mitzvah in the Torah, which is, by the way, given before Korban Pesach even, is the notion of Ischatshus, and that is Sheyamin, that he has to believe. And here comes the punchline that you didn't expect, and it's a soccer punch that's going to hit you in the chest. Sheyamin, that you have to have Emunah. What? I believe in perfect faith in the Lord. No, 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 no. In this path, what is the emuna? That the reason he's in the blotter, the reason that you took your finger and touched the wrong website, the reason you're in the red light district, isn't because you're a naughty boy. It's because of the horror. It's because that is the way of the spiritual life of Ischadshus. Sheyam, and you have to believe in the blotter. And the Siva Shalom said the same thing, that when the moon is in its darkest, you have to have the emuna that that is from divine providence, that you are in that darkness because of Hashkoch HaProtev. Sheyam in Shesiba Nefiloso Hu Torech It is a requirement for the elevation of the Neshama that you have to fall first. Different religion. This is a different religion. But al so and, we should and, be dancing and, and celebrating the fact that we're down there. Well, it's come, we're coming up to Jeff's yard site. What did he used to say? Third yard site. You have to kiss dance the Yates. Dance with the, the Yates. Yeah, yeah. Dance with the Malachamavit. You have to become friends with the Malachamavit. And I'm meeting this Castaneda who, who talks. He's a shaman. He goes, how does one befriend death? How does one befriend death? And I, it's really helping me in my avail. Um... Because, you know, you're saying Kaddish, you're saying Kaddish, and it's the mourners Kaddish, Kaddish Yosem, and it's all about, and there's not a mention of death there. Not a mention. It's all about the Rebunishlam. So is it for the dead or is it for the living? If it's for the living, then why am I, why am I teaching, why am I learning Kaddish, right? It is the Tzodok Hadin. So if I would say, how would be the Maori Naims talk about Sodok Hadim? You go to a cemetery, you go, oh, Baruch HaShem, everyone here had to be here, everyone was punished, blah, 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 right? Sodok Hadim, you have to justify the justice of what happened on the death. If I'm using the Maori Naim to understand Sodok Hadim, then for me, he is teaching me how to befriend death, meaning... Death is bila hamavis lonetzach, right? It's not something that is final. It's not something that is this darkness, but it is meant there to raise us to a higher level. Even that finality, I can apply this Torah and say that even the finality of death, even the finality of the loss and this gaping pain in the heart and this dark space that runs in, is only Lutzorich Aliyah at some level that we have to believe.